Hey, this is Ronja Kaminski from the Pinpricks. Greetings from Germany, and you are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. A year ago, you know, which is where we started. So that that will continue to be the, the Bullet Boys credo, as it were. You may see us as sex symbols. We don't project ourselves in second symbols. I don't think that's something you can attribute to us. That's how people perceive us, perhaps. To tell you the truth, the reason why there ain't a ton of beautiful girls in the video is the same reason why there isn't a ballad on our album. When everyone's doing something, we go the other way. So that's pretty much what that's about. Yeah. Like that we have, you know, I think we have good songs and people will listen to the songs and see us play them. And the whole, you know, yeah. it's not a part of us. I love being flamboyant because, I mean, I'm a front man and that's just the way I've always grown up seeing all my idols, you know. Flamboyant, dress loud as you can. I love it, I love fashion. Or something else kind of like the, our attitude as a band you know it's just like what everybody else is doing you want to do something completely left field you know instead of going with the flow it's got that it's got that with, sorry what's with it what's what makes you do that uh i'm just a glutton for pain punishment yeah no he's seen how cool mine looked when i walked in and so he had to go get one you on my nose I actually was going for the nose. She missed. She kind of slipped, so I ended up getting this. Yeah, I have one too, but I, you can't see it. Everybody got tattoos. We didn't get any tattoos. You know, it's like we're just really interested in basically our music. You know, let the music do the talking. We really enjoy the first Van Halen record, and, and in terms of the feel of the production of those records, that's what we wanted to achieve. And uh, Ted is the guy to do that. Now it's, people take it like a serious business and things, and it's not, yeah. it's not right. And it's always been meant as entertainment, you know? I mean, yeah. if you want to get bummed out and learn things, pick up a newspaper, you know? But if you yeah. want to come and have fun, come to a Bullet Boys show. To be honest, we didn't know if, if there was going to be a following for Bullet Boys because we were just so removed from everything, and thankfully it's turned out to be that there is. All right, man. Welcome to another edition of, 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 where am I? I'm fucking, I'm not drunk like yesterday. You echoing? Is that echo?
Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, so we, we keep going, man. Make love like a man, bitch. Yeah. yeah make, more like make love with a man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Have you ever needed someone? Oh God! Oh, that song's even worse. Jesus Christ! Hey, whose whose fucking phone is that? Mine. It's fucking phone. It's time for the Freeform Rock Podcast to have shitty karaoke. Let's go, people! Make love to a man. That's what you're not, right? No. What other shitty songs are on that album? Oh, when love and heaven, hate collide. Heaven is, heaven is, yeah. Heaven, heaven is a place where I don't have to listen to fucking Adrenalize by Def Leppard. Oh, <laughs> Let's see. God. There's one. When love and hate collide. It's another shitty song. Stand up and kick love into motion. I, I'll stand up oh. and kick any. I'll stand up and kick someone in the balls if they ever play that fucking <laughs> album. I'll tell you what. Dude, I, I stand up this. and kick the fucking stereo out the fucking door. I bought the CD when it came out, and I fucking pumped it in my car with a 12-inch. They brought, did, they, did you buy it, Mark, or did they just give it to you? Like, here, I, get these out of our fucking store. I bought it. It wasn't Columbia House. <laughs> it was the last one I bought. Yeah. I bought every one of them, even the fucking songs from the, sh the shitty songs. Oh, that album sucks even worse. I'm starting to like it now, even the country song. I'm oh, doing. my God. Are you serious, Mark? <laughs> yep. I, we heard it. And I go, Jesus. Wait, this isn't that bad as I thought it was. <laughs> oh. But it's not my favorite Leopard album. My favorite Leopard album is still Pyromania. So. Okay. Well, you got that going. You, you got, got that going some common it, fucking sense. Yeah, but yeah. then everybody goes, you're wrong. It's fucking oh, no, I, dry. Pyromania yeah. is my favorite Def Leopard album. Yeah, but people always go, you're wrong. It's it's fucking high and dry, high and dry. Mark, Mark, for a while, I, I resign yourself to the fact that you're always going to be wrong, Mark. Man, okay, you should resign to, uh, to that fact, man. Nah, I'm you're always going to be wrong. I'm, I'm, always, I'm not, always right in my mind. Pyro's <laughs> Pyro's a damn fine album. Yeah, we have a Pyro rules. We have a review. You know, Pyromania. Pyromania is uh, when I did the review on uh, Rock All Over You podcast. Um, I was a high and dry guy. I was like, high and dry is the best. But then re-listening to that. Uh, Re-listening to Pyromania after like it had been a while, you know, I was just like, "Damn, no, this, I, I like this is the best album." And it's just kind of one of those things. Like, I didn't want to say Pyromania was my favorite just because, like, I wanted to be like countercultural in a way. But like, I was like, I can't deny it anymore. Pyromania just out of the three, which are the first three, which are all amazing. I just like Pyromania just a little bit more. It's just got everything I like from the first two albums and a little some extra, you know. All right, man. Thank you, for, uh, Eric R.S.P. Jordan, for being on here for the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. Fucking a, man. We haven't introduced you yet, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can, I can start doing more and more uh, recording sessions now with you guys because my my availability is a lot more open. You know, I sell in my own place. You know, I'm no longer fucking with that fucking cunt. You know, who like controlled my whole life. Are we allowed to say cunt on this show? Cunt. I, I don't care. You know, cunt, pussy, bitch, fart. There yeah. we go. I said like if, all if the people bad get offended ones. listening to this show, go yeah. listen to another show. <laughs> yeah. We we give our our main opinions here. We uh -huh. don't want to be called countercultural unless we believe in what we're saying. Yeah, that's what I say. But uh, fucking a man, that was a. I can't believe how drunk I was. <laughs> Just like, how did I fucking edit that shit yesterday? I have no fucking idea. I have no clue. <laughs> I don't know. Jeff Beers. Oh, wait, 
Wait a minute, Mark, you never even fucking edit the show. I you just edit. Like, you record it and you just slap it on the internet. No, I add the songs <laughs> and shit and, and I put some Guns N' Roses interviews in there. I got their first interview. I think uh, Tracy Guns was still in the band at that time on that interview. Uh, before they became, until uh, he left and just did his LA Guns because they were talking about Hollywood Rose and, and uh, how... LA Guns and Hollywood Rose made Guns N' Roses. I think Tracy was still in the band and they just got Duff because they said, we got Duff, you know, and they <laughs> and they were talking about Don't Cry way before they even recorded it. So. I just got to say, I, I got to check out that episode because I fucking love Jeff fucking Beers, man. Jeff Beers is a fucking legend. I love that fucking guy. I know he gets on the RMCP and like everybody's like, dude, where'd this guy come from? He came I out know. of nowhere. It's like, dude, I don't he even, came out of nowhere. I'm just like, man, of... this guy fucking rules. I love this guy. <laughs> He's like Spicoli, man. He's like a a, a, a light, living, breathing Spicoli, man. I know. I want to fucking, I want to hang out and party with Jeff Beers, man. Yeah. Uh, guy, lo he, lo he loves, he loves everything, man. What's yeah. No, he doesn't. Sammy Hagar, except Sammy Hagar. So I, I yeah. love this guy, and you know Jeff Beers got to have some bitches with him. So I'm like, hey, I want to hang out with Jeff Beers. Man, beer. Yeah, it's like I said. Make sure and drink tomorrow. I says, well, I'm, I am Jeff Beers. I will have beers. Yeah. <laughs> like he ruled, man. I. You know what sucks? I don't remember it yesterday. I don't. I. I just remember barely the beginning. Now I remember the video because uh, Charles brought it up. We were arguing about Oingo Boingo. <laughs> so oh, I remember. oh God. <laughs> Boingo yeah. fucking Boingo. God damn, there's a name. I think Charles brought it up. And I fucking I defend my shit, man. I don't care. Fuck you. You don't like Danny Elfman? You don't like good music? You suck! Alright, just joking. You don't suck, but you suck. But, um... Yeah, Mark, you remind, Mark, you remind me of, like... Mark, you remind me of, like, Big Ed. You'll make, like, kind of a, a joking, like, dig at someone or make a joke, but you, you'll immediately, like, be like, oh, just kidding, or, oh, I'm just kidding, man. You know why? Like, Big, Ed, Big Ed does that all the time. You know why? Big Ed because people, like... don't, people don't get my sarcasm, so I have to explain it to them. <laughs> so, I actually mean they suck, but I don't want to be mean to them. <laughs> like, Mark, you suck. Just kidding. Just oh, kidding. hey. Oh, because I I'll get a dump in your shoe. Just kidding. I'll get a thousand messages about... You called me sucky. You called me a bitch. You called me this. You, I call everybody a bitch. Shit. <laughs> I know. I, I, I like, I just like fucking with you guys, man. I like busting balls. We're brothers. We should be able to say what we want as long as it doesn't get personal. You know, saying you suck isn't personal. Hey, man, we do a lot of ball busting on this show, man. I got to ice my fucking crotch after every episode I record with you guys. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Charles, man, bust our balls, man. What's going on? Well, who came up with this fucking album today? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I can just tell Charles, like, when he first came on, I heard his voice. I was just like, man, this man's, like, like just died a little bit inside, like, recording this. Oh, he's tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's tired of reviewing, like, shit like the Bullet Boys and whatnot. Now, Grant, you don't know my opinion on this album, so... But oh. I, know, I automatically know Charles hates the Bullet Boys. That's just like a given. Well, it seems like everybody well, in our groups hate the Bullet Boys for some reason. I they are a very... I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I might like them. You never know, man. Well, here's the thing. I actually never... I guess I'm going to go into my story about the Bullet... Backstory about the Bullet Boys. I'm really not familiar with them at all. I bought one CD by them because it was at like a Goodwill for like 
50 cents, and I bought, like, a whole stack of CDs. So I never really even, like, listened to it all the way through. I saw two music videos, and that was it. But And that was it. And I didn't hate the stuff that I did hear, the three songs I did hear from them. But I also didn't like it enough where, like, I would go out and, like, really, like, you know, go and listen to it. Um, but I just know, like, you know, amongst our group, like, the Bolt Boys are kind of, like, they're one of those, like, the late 80s hair metal bands that just sucked where they're all, it was very watered down sounding, very shitty. And there's kind of, they're lumped into that group with, like, you know, Firehouse, Trickster, they, and all those. They and didn't Warren. have a fucking, they didn't have a ballad, dude. They didn't do those ballads. Uh, well, I didn't know that because I didn't really even listen to their, their albums. I heard, like, three songs, but, like, I just knew they, there's that that stigma amongst our group that, like, this is a shitty band. And so, like, I kind of didn't this is actually really the first time I listened to this album in its entirety, um, believe it or not. And no fucking keyboards, dude. Back, everybody's doing keyboards in 1988. They didn't do keyboards. This is like, this is like Cinderella, dude. This is raw rock and roll, man. I will say though, I remember the the first time I heard Bullet Boys though. It was uh, at the time Walt. Uh, I was like probably in like third, probably third grade. And uh, third or fourth grade, and Walmart at the time, Walmart was selling these like really cheap DVDs for like five dollars. Um, and it was these DVDs, and they would have like different genres, different categories, and it'd be like five, like five or six music videos on them. And me and my dad would buy like so many of them. Like they'd have like you know '90s metal, um, they had like '80s hair metal, '80s hard rock, you know, just all these different like compilations. And one of the ones I got, it had, like, Lynch Mob, Winger, King's X, and it had two Bullet Boy videos. And that was the first time I ever heard the Bullet Boys. The first video was Smooth Up In You, and they had uh, For The Love Of Money. And I, I just remember, I, I, I like Smooth, well, I'll, I'll say my uh, opinions on that later, but I just remember seeing them, and I thought, wow, the singer looks like fucking Topanga from Boy Meets World. <laughs> <laughs> He does! Like, look up look up Topanga, Boy Meets World. Oh, I know what she looks like. She's fucking I mean. hot, dude. Oh, my God. I love Topanga. I'd fuck the shit out of her. I'm not... Way, yeah, way better than that fucking uh, Pink Ranger. Oh, fuck you. Amy Jo Johnson's a fucking babe. Hey, Topa Topanga's got better boobs. Well, yeah, no shit, Mark, but there's more to life than just big boobs. No, uh, Amy, nice Amy, Amy, Joe, Amy Joe Johnson's pretty fucking hot. Uh, yeah, and I... I can guess... Go ahead. Go ahead, Charlie. Air Force Topanga. Yeah, What's Topanga. Team Topanga. Topanga. Mm. Mm. She's still fucking hot, dude. Have you ever seen her? Like, nowadays, she's still fucking hot. Oh, yeah. She doesn't fall. Oh. She's very hot. I only I watched that ep that Girl Meets World just to see what she looks like now. <laughs> I I love Boy Meets World, man. I, I have every... I used to have every season on DVD. I gotta repurchase them on DVD again. Wasn't, it, that... wasn't it cool to have the voice of fucking Kit? In there, <laughs> Mr. Feeney. Oh my God! I fucking love Mr. Feeney. That motherfucker's still alive. I know. He's like, he's like two hundred years old. He was old back then, and now he's now he's even older. All right, man. Well, let's get into Jerry. Did you get into the Bullet Boys back then? Um, I'll save that for a couple in, in, for later. Okay, Charles. Actually, let me say one thing okay. for it. They they have two really good albums: Rock and Rip and From Out of the Skies. Man, they're two great albums. Um, I, I won't give you my opinion on this one until we start doing the songs, but uh, yeah, they were just you know part of that you know watered down glam metal of the '80s. Man, they they weren't that great of a band. Glam but, uh, metal. Well, 
Parametal. They're lumped in all together. I, I know. Even, I, mean. even, I, I like parametal. I prefer the term even now, now, I don't like parametal either. I think it's better. Now, Mark Torian is actually a very talented dude. Don't get me wrong. He actually auditioned to replace uh, to, uh, Audie's band. Or yeah. Band. I was shocked because he's, he's a really good guitar player, apparently. And I never knew that. Now, a, he plays guitar with them now. Yeah, I mean, he was in King Cobra, all kinds of cool stuff. I think he was in Rat for a while, too. Yeah, yeah I think so. I mean... The dude's got some talent, but uh, about these songs, I guess we'll get into these songs later. Oh, That's all I, I have to say about that. I also remember, too, I thought Mark Torian was fucking black when I first saw him. I'm like, is this guy black? Because he had, like, he had the voice of a black man, but, and, like, he was, like, kind of, like, you could tell, like, yeah. like he was tan, like, he was, like, he wasn't a white guy. You could tell, and I was like, is he black? You know, now I know he's, uh, he, I believe he's Latino. Yeah, man. Charles, how, did you get into them back then, or you just didn't care? Uh, I remember. I remember the videos. Um, I didn't run out and buy it. Uh, first time I heard it was today. I don't. I've learned. Uh, I don't go off what everybody says in the groups because more often than not, I've been surprised <laughs> pleasantly. <laughs> or did you hear, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, so I didn't go. I went in with a free, uh, open mind on this album. So. Uh, but I knew of them, yeah. All right, so well, all I can say. well, let's get into this album. It's the Bullet Boys debut album. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Mark. Yeah. Let's break this album open like a pair of panties. <laughs> yeah, let's drop them down, man. But this is the, their first debut album. Was produced by the great Ted Templeman, where they get the Van Halen fucking things, and uh, I'll get into the Van Halen comparisons as we get into the songs. This released 1988, September 20th. And the fucking uh, Wikipedia, it ain't fucking glam metal, bitches. It's fucking rock and roll. <laughs> it ain't hair metal. Hair metal was a term used to describe by the thrash metal bands at the time because the hair metal bands were stealing all their chicks. So they had to figure out a way. Oh, they're just a hair metal band, you know, to fucking uh, disparage their music. You know, a lot of hair metal bands are, or I like to call melodic metal or fuck 80s metal are fucking great. I fucking hate that term. I'm with Eddie Trunk on that. But let's let's crack this open up. Ah, crack the let's open this up like a bottle of whiskey and let's drink this fucking album down and see how, what you think about it. But we get into fucking the first song, which Eric picks. So here's Hard as a Rock on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, Eric, you picked Hard as a Rock. Hard as a Rock, man. I fucking love this tune. Um, this is a song that I would hear later on. Um, it, you know, it was like one of those songs you'd hear sometimes, like on if you're listening, like, you know, if you had Sirius XM and, you, you know, you had like the hair metal channel on, this is a song you'd hear. So this is like one of four songs I heard by the Bullet Boys. And I love this song. This probably, this is easily my favorite Bullet Boys song, man. It's just, it's a good tune. Just good rocking, fun, party fucking song. Hard as a rock, you know. Obviously, you know, I love the sexual innuendo. It's funny. Uh, this is a song, too, you can fuck a chick, too, man. This be a good, this be a good fucking song. Uh, great way to kick off the fucking album, man. Uh, you know, and I was familiar with this one. I knew this one was going to be on the album, so I was really, it was a good way to start off listening to this album because, like I said, besides this one and two other tracks on the album, I had never, ever heard any song on this uh, CD in its entirety. So th this one fucking kicks ass, man. Great way to start off the album. Uh, I know, too, their, their second album, which is the one I actually bought at the Goodwill, had another great opener. Um, God, what the, what the hell is the name of that song? On the second album, Freak Show. Freak Show rules. Yeah, the the whatever the opening track was oh, on hell Freak yeah. Show. Hell yeah, that song fucking rules. Dude. Now that album, I never listened to all the way through. I just heard that one song, and I, then the rest kind of didn't do much for me. Oh god, um, dude, you got to listen to THC Groove. Through I, like, I did. I did. St. Christopher, talk to your I, daughter. I did listen. I did listen to THC Groove, and I I really loved it. So I'm gonna check out that album after uh, after this review. After we do this review, but. Man, Hard as a Rock, man, killer fucking song. Fucking love it. What about you, Jerry? Um, like I said, uh, From Out of the Skies and Rock and Rip are great albums, man. This album fucking blows chunks, dude. Well, There's nothing know. redeeming about this album. Uh, this, song should, this song should be fucking suck my cock. It's horrible, dude. Such 80s cliched lyrics. Nothing fucking redeeming about it at all. Total garbage, man. Just, think, just think about what was coming out in 1988. Nothing was coming out like this. Raw, fucking rock and roll. No keyboards. Fucking no makeup. They were fucking doing it fucking raw, dude. <laughs> this fucking song blows chunks, dude. Sorry. Even Gene Simmons. Uh, I'll, I'll admit, as much as I love this song, the lyrics are fucking cheesy. But I mean, I, I, mean, like, so I like how cheesy they like, are. But... Yeah, it's like you yeah. make me rock harder. Let's put the X and sex Gene, Gene so Simmons. fucking lame. Gene Simmons would laugh at these lyrics. <laughs> Come on, baby, you got me hot as a rock, hot as a uh, rock. All right, man. My cock. This uh, fucking take, take it out, man. If you don't like, it, I'll fucking suck your cock. I'll fucking suck your cock. Fucking song comes in hard as a rock. Pardon the pun. This ain't no fucking Halen clone band. Has a different groove. This isn't fucking Kingdom Come or Greta Van Poop. This song oh, fucking fuck both those kicks bands. ass. Only clone, only clone about this band is they're from the West Coast and they're a party band. Charles, Kingdom yeah. Come album's better than this one. Oh, fuck that. Say what album? Kingdom Come album's better than this. Oh one. god, fuck Kingdom Come. I hate that band. They suck. <laughs> Kingdom Come don't make me come. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a band that'll cause erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Charles. Yeah. Your turn, buddy. Okay, let's see if I break the tie here. Did I catch a little Brett Michaels there with that? Let's ride. Oh God! Oh damn! Who said he didn't influence some rock, man? Old Brett Michaels. Oh, well, certainly. Well, I mean, it's certainly better than 
reason, but of course, uh, so is many of your local bar bands. Not really saying much there. I'm, I'm not a ringing singer doors. than Brett Michaels, and I, I'm not really the greatest singer. <laughs> I do hear some gutsy singing on this song, but unfortunately, the band is playing some incredibly generic music behind them, and they should be ashamed of that. Bland I stock. Bland stock. Like Lars Ulrich, like fucking stock. That's fucking stock. I ripped off Lars. Yeah, the thing is, man. All right, better be careful, man. He's going to come after you. In 88, this wasn't stock. It was different. It was like old Van Halen kind of party rock. I know. There was no GNR yet. Yeah, well, there was. It came out in 87. It came out before. This was turned the fucking station. This is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we get to their first single, Smooth Up In Ya. And oh, Charles, God. you picked this track, so here's Smooth Up In Ya on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Smooth Up In Ya!
All right, Charles. This video was all over MTV, and uh, it was on my radar. I'd have to say that this has to be their most famous song, I would believe. And uh, I enjoy the bass work. Uh, Mark Tyrion, or whatever his name is, he sings it really well. Uh, and this is more like it to my ears. Uh, guitar solo isn't really good, but overall, you got a decent groove here. So not too bad of a song. Jerry. God, man, it's just fucking just torture to the ears. This whole fucking album was. I always hate <laughs> this fucking song, dude. It you should have waited till so... the end to say this album sucked. It's, right. so, it's so fucking oh, annoying, man. I, I had to sit through this fucking band live <laughs> six months ago, and it was just so fucking. It was torture, well, man. I've I seen mean, them live in September. Mark, uh, Mark dude. fucking jams on now, that guitar, uh, though. I will, no, I'll say Mark Torian is better than this band, I think, man. I do. I know it's his band now, but it's always been his band. But man, this fucking just listen. Just, listen to Elephante. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, I wasn't crazy about that album, but I did hear it. It's between those two that I like, I think. Uh, but no, this song fucking. I always hated this song. Man. Fucking sucks, man. Uh, Eric. I mean, yeah. Just for the record, just for the record, I actually am seeing this band in September. It's probably like a this big block of shows in Plymouth, Indiana. It's like. Bullet Boys, Queensryche, Lita Ford, uh, Warrants, uh, and I forget the other band, but it's like it's like half and half, half shitty bands, half good bands. I actually want to see, but uh, Smooth Up India, man, this is definitely their most popular song. This is the first ever like Bullet Boys song I ever saw. It was the music video. Watched it. I was like, what the fuck's Topanga doing here in a music video? I'm like, oh, it's. <laughs> What, why? Why? Why is this guy? He got sound like a. Is this guy a black man or something? Like he's got that black man voice and uh, he's trying to dance around like David Lee Roth. Um, th this is an okay song. It's just okay, but the fact that I've heard it so goddamn much, and it's probably the only Bullet Boys song you're ever gonna hear on like radio or in like a movie or something. And it kind of makes me almost dislike it. Uh, I I don't hate it, but it's just it's kind of a. It's just an okay song to start with, and then you throw in the burnout factor. I'm just not really a fan of this one, and I kind of just... I listen to the album once in its entirety, and then, like, every other time I listen to the album, I usually just skip this one, because there really wasn't anything new I was going to pick up from this song, so... It's okay tune. Nothing, nothing to write home about, in my opinion. Okay. Well, listen to that bass line. Halen never had that bass so high in the mix. And this is Ted, a Ted Templeman production. My God, I said shivers. I love that line. This song is so fucking groovy. Although, Dave had the mojo, which makes him better than Mark. Mark has a stronger voice to this day than Dave does. And still, to this day, Mark brings it live. Lonnie and Jimmy, fucking what a great group. Great song, man. I fucking love it. I don't get tired of it. I fucking love it. And there's a thing on this band. Uh, Back in the day, uh, me and my friend... my. My friend had was friends with their roadie, so we went to the Roxy to try to see one of their shows. I think around this album time, and we couldn't get in, so we were just sitting there in the back. And it's, hey, I can't get you in, man. It's packed. I can't get you in the Roxy. Go fuck. So we just sat out there, and he said, "Yeah, but we could go hang out with uh, Lonnie and uh, uh, Jimmy after the show." And we go, "Okay." So we went up to the hotel room. My friends were smoking weed with them. They were fucking cool dudes, man. I didn't smoke weed back 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 at that time so i was fucking pissed i looked back at that fuck i could have smoked weed with jimmy and lonnie 
<laughs> Fucking that wasn't uh wasn't Mick uh what's the name Mick Sweeta or whatever his name wasn't he in the band he was the guy from King Cobra yeah he was the guitarist yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I knew he was I knew I was like is that the guy from King Cobra I don't like King Cobra. I fucking love King Cobra. Oh, that man fucking that rules, is, man. You talk about generic fucking rock. Oh, fuck, fuck you, man. That's like King fucking, Cobra fucking rules, man. That's generic fucking rock to me. What do you think really? about that's King Cobra? That's generic? King Cobra fucking rules. King Cobra, yeah, they have a... what? Who's the, who's the girl who sings in them? <laughs> Her name is Marcy Free, goddammit. His name is Mark Free, right? Yeah, hey, hey, he was, she was transgender before it was like a trend, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I love. Oh, that one's gonna get me in some hot water. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we we support all genders, even though we think you're wrong. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, no, you're right. If you if you want to, I don't care what you do. Do what you want. You know, I don't want to get uh, canceled. Uh, I identify as a lunchbox. Yeah, and then we get to the next song. <laughs> oh, to Joe, Eric. Oh, to Joe, man, uh, pretty sick riff and nice bass line, man. Uh, Mark, you know, Mark is, he's, he's a great, not you, Mark, uh, Mark Torian. Uh, great fucking singer, man. I love this guy's voice. Uh, even, like, on songs I'm not particularly fond of, that guy can sing his fucking ass off. Um, you know, the first time I actually ever heard Mark Torian was, uh, you know, before I heard the Bullet Boys, I knew of Mark Torian because my dad had a, a compilation album. It's just all these different covers of songs by different artists and it was him and george lynch doing falling in love by the scorpions and man mark torian sang the fuck out of that song but I, just, I never knew who he was until later on when i saw that bullet boys video um but man it, great voice and man i i i'll say man right now like uh kind of a spoiler alert but man i i think the band is actually really good too i know i think it was jerry you said you know mark torian's very talented i mean this really is like his band but I think the band is very underrated, man. The you know bass player, the drummer, got laid down some pretty solid grooves. And I mean, Mick Sweeta is a fucking killer guitar player. I mean, he's fucking he's pretty phenomenal. I know he's not with them anymore. I think uh, Ira Black is with them, and that's I think that's pretty cool because he played with Lizzie Borden and uh, Black Label. So they try to get back together, and then they all leave. I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> but but, but uh, man, the the whole band I think is honestly killer. Uh, you know, regardless of uh, what I think of the song, uh, the band always usually fucking brings it. So, really, really solid tune, man. Jerry, Ode to Joe. Ah, uh, man. <laughs> um, it's not, it's better than the other two songs. Um, I think he wrote this song about dedication to Aerosmith, if I remember it right. Um, but, ah, uh, Jesus, man, it's just... This does not work for me at all, man. I mean, it, they, they are a very talented band. That's the frustrating part about these bands. I think they should be doing much better fucking songs than this. Man, just I just don't like it, man. I'm not going to shit on this song. I'll, I'll admit, that's one thing about a lot, of these, a lot of these late 80s bands. A lot of them had great, talented musicians. But I've always said, man, talent, like being a talented musician or being talented at like, you know, whatever, guitar, drums will not necessarily make you a great fucking songwriter. I mean, I, you look at Nitro with Michelangelo Batio, who's like this phenomenal guitar player, very talented, and, you know, like the singer who's like had this amazing, you know, multi-octave range and whatnot, and Jim Gillette, all these talented musicians, but they can't write good songs, you know, and there's a lot of bands like that in the late 80s who were extremely talented musicians, but it's like, just because you can do all these crazy things on the guitar 
if you can't write a good song, I mean, how really good are you? I mean, a guy with lesser skills on guitar can write a better song that people will remember for, for years. You know, to me, that guy's got more talent. Yeah, Jerry, and uh, you like Night Demon and you call this album stock? Yes, what? I do. Night Demon, that album we did, sounded Dude, like fucking from, Iron coming Maiden. Dude, coming, coming, coming from somebody who likes fucking Oingo like Boingo and fucking Sammy Hagar. They shit. write better songs you don't have than fucking... Sammy Hagar, really? They don't copy fucking Night fucking... Fucking... They even did a song where they put all these main lyric uh, titles in it. Song. It was a dedication to it the band. It was stupid. It was stupid. I hated that not, album. You listen to Sammy Hagar. End of discussion. Oh, have Mark, you heard, make, have you heard make, the album Dark like Remains? A man, dude. It's like fucking the Iron Man stuff all my, over it. That's my favorite Night Demon album, Darkness Remains. That was, that's your best it's album, like people who like Fate's Warning bitch about Queensryche. Oh, Have you heard Queensryche? They heard fucking before Fate's Warning. Fuck Fate's Warning also. <laughs> Sorry, Tim Bream. Eight <laughs> <laughs> cover bands. Fucking, fucking that night demon is fucking That's what I think of your opinion, Mark. Thrown up all over it. But let me get to my opinion on Ode to Joe. Uh, hey, Charles, we got some cowboy, buddy. What <laughs> up? Now this is totally fucking killer shit with the scream. This is like Dave shit with the screaming and the animal noises in the beginning. Mark is doing it. It has a simple groove with a fun killer lead by Mick. It just flows. The song fucking rules. Charles. Cowbell check. <laughs> random <laughs> random Cow whistling. Check. Random whistling check. Uh, throw a what up check. What up? And then some more Brett Michael scat going down. <laughs> This is like every cliche in a song, and then the yeah 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 before the solo, man. <laughs> wow! If this, the goal was to get me laughing, mission accomplished, bullet boys. I think this is competing with Poison for comedic genius. <laughs> but that was their goal, right? To get me to laugh. I. Don't know. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That sounded like David Lee Roth to me. You know, what? From Everybody Wants Some. Oh, boy. You don't Whatever. think that sounded Next. like From Everybody Wants Some when David Lee Roth goes, yeah, 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 yeah? No, it the sounded very Roth, funny. David Lee Roth didn't do, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dave pulled it off. Dave, Dave did kind of cool, man. Well, Dave does it's have the mojo. Mark, Mark Dave's got down. so much fucking mojo. Yeah, he does. You should insert that part of the song in the episode. Just that part. The yeah, 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 yeah. It's so great. You're yeah. laughing. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's move on to the next song, the cover of the OJs, For the Love of Money, the cherry pick. So here we go. No, you forgot. No, you oh, shoot, shoot the preacher the down. down. Yeah, shoot the preacher down, which I picked. So here we go. Shoot the preacher down on the Freeform Rock podcast. Oh, God, why did you pick this one? Because I want you. <laughs> what the fuck, man? So Do I ever question your picks except for fucking Night Demon? God damn. All right, let's go. <laughs> Look out, y'all. 
watching late night TV, he saw a scared man came up to me and said, hey man, I take my hand, look at him, I said, no, 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 mister, please, you can't bring a bad boy to his knees, got a subtle way to say get out of town, shoot the preacher down. Okay, that was Shoot the Preacher Down, man. It's my favorite song off the fucking album. I'm going to go first since I picked it. Some blues. This was the thing at the time. I love me some blues, metal, hard rock, bass via pump, and killer vocals by Mark. This group should have been bigger if they could have gotten along. Killer breakdown that goes into a sweet solo. Great song, man. Jerry, why don't you? Why do you fucking hate this song, bitch? <laughs> Every fucking band in that era did a song about fucking... 
preachers on fucking TV and shit. Because that's what was going just, on. Shit. Dude, it's fucking so cliche and so un-fucking-original, dude. I mean, holy shit, this song is bad, dude. It was so hard to actually... I, I couldn't actually listen to this song all the way through. I had to skip it. I like the first like minute of it. I had to fucking skip it, dude. So what'd you think about um, Suicidal's uh, uh, Send Me Your Money? Oh, uh, we'll put that on another episode. I was never did, a big we fan. We already did that episode. I, I was never a big fan of them, but I did actually like that song. But I'm just saying, every band fucking did the song. You're not a I big was... fan of suicidal tendencies. What's wrong? Oh with you? Jesus, you're like, dude! You're like Night Demon and not suicidal. Yeah. What's wrong with you? No, I like I like suicidal tendencies, dude. What the fuck, dude? I'm not saying I didn't like them. I'm dude. just giving you shit. But this song fucking <laughs> is just man, it's just ah, uh, sucks. Yeah, this is like taking a shit with no fiber in your diet and it's so hard to fucking pass. <laughs> oh, it's bad, dude. It's like muddy and all that and it gets stuck in your ass. Oh, that's the nah. worst. Uh, I'm sorry, man. It's just, I, This album is just not, not good. But thank God this band did get better. So, Oh, yeah. I love the second album better than this one, but I do like this album. But, uh, Eric? Oh, man. Shoot the preacher down. Now, when I first heard the opening, I thought I was going to hate this fucking song. Because, again, it was like that bluesy shit that every fucking late 80s hair metal, glam metal, 80s metal, whatever the fuck you want to call it, Mark, band, had to fucking do because of Cinderella. And it just, you know, that shit was so annoying. It was just so, it was just so fake. So I, I thought I was going to hate this song immediately when I heard the opening. But uh, then this, uh, you know, when it starts kicking in, it was actually a pretty okay song, man. Uh, it gave me kind of that... Uh, a little bit, like, uh, it gave me a little bit of that uh, Van Halen vibe. You know, I had that, I'm going to call it the Van Halen Shuffle. It gave me, it had kind of like a little bit of a Van Halen Shuffle to it, like a Hopper Teacher, you know, whatever, you know, you know how Van Halen songs are, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, good Van Halen songs, not that Van Hagar shit. Um, it's, it's a fun party song, man. It takes a while to get kicked in, to kick in, but, uh, you know, like a Viagra, once it kicks in, it's going. Oh, nice. Okay. It's like, yeah, and I'm gonna grab another drink real quick. I'm just gonna say, every everybody like goes off on these bands that went bluesy back in the day. But the thing is, even on the first album, you could hear Great White was going that way. You could hear Cinderella was gonna go that way. It's like you you gotta have some blues with Tom Kiefer. You gotta have some blues with some Jack Russell. They have a, they're fucking Led Zeppelin fucking. Nut swingers. Of course, they're gonna fucking do the Led Zeppelin blues. Nobody gets on Led Zeppelin for doing blues hard rock, but everybody started doing it in the eighties, and it's fucking became pache, cliche or whatever, man. Pache. Well, when Zeppelin did it, it was like it sounded good. Whereas, like a lot of these eighties bands did, it just sound all polished. Like it's like they wiped it down with a bunch of spick and span. It's just so sterile. And actually, I'm wearing a Led Zeppelin shirt right now. Great, great white. This... Great white was great at it. Who the fuck's playing music in the background? What the fuck? Oh, oh, oh. Who the fuck's playing music? What the fuck? Marsh rants over. Mark, Marsh rants over. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Charles, what do you think about this? What the fuck song? was that? Enya? That's your wrapped up. <laughs> Wrap it up. Ah, uh, fuck off. I just went for right. a little rant because I'm tired of people like giving great white shit and some other shit. Oh, <laughs> You know what, Charles? I'm gonna get me some fucking noises out here. I'm gonna go bah! <laughs> I didn't do it. Well, whoever did it. Oh, uh, okay. Was that Enya? Was that Enya? That's the wrap it up button. I knew what it was. <laughs> Who did that? I didn't do Jerry? <laughs> I'm not saying. Fucker. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, shoot the preacher down. Oh, it's their ode to ice cream man? Or was it their Cinderella track? I mean, what are they trying to do? It's as, it's as if they just said, throw a little cliche from all the bands, and we're going to put it in here. Someone will like... Someone's going to like this shit. Me. There is no way that they are serious. And and anyone who gets into this, I mean, I don't know, man. Just a, just a hot mess of shit on this track here, man. <laughs> Charles, they're trying, you know what they're trying to do? They're trying to make a fucking album. And sometimes it doesn't just, sometimes it just doesn't work. I have a microphone, and if I got a guitar, I could record an album. doesn't mean it's going to be good. Right. <laughs> I don't care any Van Halen on this album. I don't know. I don't know who compared them to them. They compared them because of the singer looked like David Lee Roth, and they had the producer of Van Halen. That's why. Well, the singer looked like Topanga from Boy Meets World. He, he moved around <laughs> like David Lee Roth. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. His voice is way different than David. So, just That's for the record, I'm, I'm sending this. I'm saying this shit to the Bullet Boys Instagram page when it like it's released. <laughs> Oh my Fine. I love this album. I've seen the Bullet Boys live, and Mark does play a great lead. So, really, fun. I saw some. I actually looked up some footage, man, and uh, he he can actually he can tear it up on guitar. No. Also, did you see the video where uh, they're on stage performing? Uh, they're doing like smooth up in here or something, and fucking that douchebag Steve Summers from Pretty Boy Floyd, a band that's shittier. <laughs> not, not saying the Bullet Boys are shitty because I do like a lot. I do like what I some of the stuff I've heard by them, and I I gotta di dive deeper into them. But I'm just saying, like Pretty Boy Floyd, like that band sucks ass. And Steve Floyd Sum sucks. Yeah. Steve Summers comes on stage drunk as shit and tries singing with the band, and like Mark has a security guard like try and kick him off the stage. And it's it's hilarious to watch. It's like, get the fuck out of here, Steve Summers. You fucking suck. I hate Pretty Boy Floyd. That man sucks. I'm just wondering why the band always breaks up and Mark is the old last man standing. Is it Mark being a diva? What's going on? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. But fuck it. I love Shoot the Preacher Down. I love Bullet Boys. But the second album was way better than this one. I'll give him that. But then we get to the cover, like Van Halen, another comparison for Van Halen. Oh, this, is this, is, this is something that David Lee Roth would have done because he does love that old funk and, and R&B. So, For the Love of Money, which Jerry picked. So here's For the Love of Money. What? Really? On the Freeform Rock Podcast. Yes, he did. <laughs>
Sorry for interrupting the podcast. I just want to take a second to thank all of you for listening. Please take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Podbean and join the Freeform Rock Podcast community on Facebook. Now, back to the show. So, Jerry. What, Jerry? Why don't you give me Mark shit about Shoot the Preacher Down? You chose this song. Holy shit. Let this be a warning. Every <laughs> fucking band that says, hey, can we cover this song? And say, oh, sure, no problem. At least listen to the cover first, because this song fucking sucks. It's a horrible fucking cover. Oh! Fucking <laughs> sucks. Total ass. If I was the OJs, man, I would fucking tell them to take that shit down and give them the money back, the royalties back for it. It's fucking awful, dude, man. Just, ugh. Hey, it reached 34 in the Billboard fuck. Top 200 chart. No, no, no it didn't. Yes, did it, it did, really? for the love of money. Oh, the, the album. album did. Yeah. Yeah. The album. So what? The song fucking, okay, the song fucking sucks. Next. The song fucking sucks. <laughs> well, uh, for the love of money on a U.S. Top 100 was 78. All right, mainstream rock 38. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go for you, Eric. Oh, man. The, fuck, this song's so bad, it killed the band's career before it even started. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I never liked this fucking song. This is the other video I saw on that DVD I was talking about. And uh, you know, when I was smooth up in you, like, I, I thought it was an okay song. This one, I was like, wow, this shit sucks. This is horrible. And I've never even liked the OJ's version at all. Um, it's just not for me. Uh, you know, Mark's voice sounds pretty solid on it, but even his amazing saying can't save this fucking turd of a song. Uh, yeah, just fuck this shit for the love of money. This, uh, this song, I'm gonna, I'm, this song, I'm warn you. Let me warn song, you, Eric. Go ahead, man. Sorry. This song is the reason. This song for the love of money. Yeah, like this band probably lost all their fucking money because of this song. Jesus Christ. Go ahead, Eric. Right, Eric, one war one. I'm gonna warn you about when you go see these guys live. They do like a 10 minute version of this song live. Oh my fucking god, that'll be, be my prepared. take a piss break. I'm gonna take a piss break. <laughs> yeah, it's or a like... cool bass break too. Fucking love it. Oh, uh, a bass break, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. I, I, that, I'll probably go. I'll probably like probably you know try and score some 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 beer or some uh, blow or like you know try and find like a, a milf or a or gamilf. No, Eric, Eric, you stay fuck. away from that blow. We know your history, bitch. <laughs> Drink beer. Uh, we don't. We don't want you like. Uh, where's Eric at? I don't know. Uh, we find you down with the fucking transvestites in the downtown, wherever you're at. Ah. Uh, All right, man. This is what I think of the song. Best version of this song. I love the original, the OJ's version. But man, listen to those drums. They're fucking swinging. In the pocket, Lonnie on the bass, man, he brings it, it brings it, and then Mick goes off on his solo, flows within the song again. I fucking love this song. I This is my go-to version. Fuck the OJs. Bullet Boys kills on this song. So fuck both of you. Uh, now we got the fucking tie. The guy can make it a tie or, a cle or fucking against me. Charles. Yeah. What do you think of for That it's better than the OJs. Hey, that's my job. Yikes. Better than the OJ's version? I don't know. Oh, the bass uh, and the drums are. The OJ's cover here, and uh, this one isn't too bad for this outfit. Of course, uh, they didn't write it, so that's probably why. Uh, <laughs> it's got something to do with it, I'm sure. Uh, it stays fairly faithful to the OJ's. It just rocks it up a little bit. Overall, not too shabby. I think it's okay. 
Nice. Two, nice. two, two against two. We tied on this one. Yeah, baby. And then we get to kissing Kitty, Eric. Oh, Jesus. Who, all right. Shut up, Jerry. Kitty. Who the fuck <laughs> let Crazy Nights era Paul Stanley write lyrics on this fucking album? <laughs> what the hell, man? Like, Jesus Christ, what is this shit? This is horrible. Like, this, like, it's like, oh, you thought the last song was bad? Listen to this shit. Oh, my God. Like, I wrote a song in high school. Now, keep in mind, I was in high school, just still new at writing songs. So my songwriting wasn't the greatest. I wrote a song called Cat and Heat, which to this day will never see the light of day because it was so bad. Like, And it's just like, it's like a benchmark of like, anytime like, I think of a bad song or a horribly written song, I use that song Cat and Heat that I wrote in high school as an example, as a comparative like measuring stick. This shit makes Cat and Heat sound fucking, sound good. <laughs> That's how bad this song is. It's horrible. Like, oh, it's, I went for Paul Stanley to come in and be like, here, kitty, kitty, here, kitty. Like, it's, it's so stupid. What the fuck is this shit? I mean, this band has proven on a couple of other songs that they're capable of, like, better than this, you know? Not great, but, like, better. Like, what the hell is this shit? This song was so cringy. It was so bad. It's just... Uh, you're not gonna get laid if you play Kissin' Kitty by the Bullet Boys. You are not gonna get laid if you play Kissin' Kitty by the Bullet Boys. This shit, this song's so bad, it will turn you into a virgin again. But maybe those meth head girls will like you to kiss their kitty. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna go next, because I know Jerry's gonna hate it. Uh, so, I love it. So, great drums to start off the song. It's a banger. Love the aggressive oh, vocals God. by Mark. The solo just flows <laughs> yeah. into this into this song, and great production, man. I love this song. So, Jerry. A, a banger, like getting banged by a bunch of dudes in a fucking <laughs> greasy bathroom against your will. Yeah, that's, Come that's on, banger, don't you right? want to kiss the kitty? Everybody no. wants to kiss the kitty. No, it's just, it doesn't work in this song. This song's ass. Come on, they want to kiss, they want to lick that kitty. It's like a fucking, like a... Kitty is with that fucking hives and shit on it. Is that what the song is about, Mark? I didn't know that. I think Thank it's you. about licking pussy. I don't know. You think so? Maybe. <laughs> Funny, because you're never going to lick any pussy listening to this shit. Well, I got a wife. I got licking pussy anytime I want. <laughs> yeah, now I've been playing this shit. She's going to be like, yeah, Mark, uh, I think I got a headache tonight. <laughs> Jerry, uh, hey, uh, Eric, do you have a main street where you live? A what? A main street. Um, uh, yeah. Well, you should go down there and find some kitty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Jerry, what do you think about it? You know what? As I was going through this album yesterday and I, I saw this song title, I didn't even bother fucking listen to it. I what the fuck it sounds <laughs> you did your song, like. You did your I, gonna, I just saw the song title and I looked at the lyrics. I'm like, uh, I don't I listen to that away. fucking Night Demon. I can tell right away huh. it fucking sucks. I mean, really, this is fucking just shit, man. For real, you name a song, Kiss and Kitty, you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, so... Oh, Daily Roth would have wrote a song called Kiss and Kitty. No! <laughs> no, he would not. This is just garbage, man. You motherfucker, you made me listen to fucking Iron Maiden clone. And he didn't even listen to this fucking song. I went through torture listening to that fucking album. Oh, fuck you, Mark. You actually got to listen to a good album. We had to listen to yeah, Kissing Fucking Kitty. Yeah, good to you. It sounded like I was listening to Iron Maiden 2.0. Oh, no! 
that's rude. Rude. Is that two girls, one cup? Rude. Two girls, one cup? Rude. Charles, what do you think about this song? Yeah. Now you got a pretty decent groove to it. Uh, you don't have to be nice, Charles. <laughs> no, I, I haven't finished yet. Go off, go off. <laughs> Assholes. Unlike the, you remember the other song where I said the band sucked and the singer was okay? Now this is one where the band is getting some and the singer sucks. Oh, Just Ooh. rap rating to me for some reason. And it's another shame as the band sounded pretty good, but that Mark dude needed to chill the fuck out on this track. Now they seem to have, they to me, they uh. seem to have a hard time putting a song together. Well, they have Maybe one of the just greatest producers of all time. How did that happen? I don't understand. I don't. Can't polish it. Well, Mark, Mark, do you need a do you need to be a gynecologist to know what good pussy is? No, you don't. Hey, Eric, you like most of the albums, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. We're only halfway oh, through. All right, Charles. Yeah, just you. At least I listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off, Jerry. You made me listen to Night Demon, and I had to listen to Batfinger also. Fuck! At least Charles hey, listened to this. Both those bands, both those bands kick ass, Mark. Well, okay, yeah. it kicks ass to you. Enjoy. But you gotta bring up Badfinger. It ain't do nothing to you. Well, Badfinger's yeah. doing well on the downloads for us, so I'm cool. <laughs> Badfinger, how Badfinger went through a lot of shit, man. You ever hear the story of that band? Oh my no. god, that's depressing. No, Jerry. Didn't Mark, know. Mark, come on! You made you made you made me sit through fucking pop by you two. So fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck you, Mark. That's unforgivable. God damn. Hey, man, that episode's doing well too. So there you go. And you got, and you, you got nothing to say bad about. Well, Night, Night Demon isn't doing shit. well, so I could talk shit about Night Demon. Doesn't even have a hundred downloads, man. Give it time. Who cares? I do. I want some downloads, bitch. We 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 need to uh, surpass the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, man. That's our goal. That's gonna take a. That's a lot of work. Well, we are gonna fucking put into work. I love them, but fuck, we're gonna pass. Well, them, I, I I do love that goal, though. I do. I oh, because Ralph is older than us, so he he'll he'll get dementia one day. <laughs> so we'll get it, dude. Him. I'm just joking. I love you, Ralph. <laughs> I gotta give him shit. How much shit does he give me on his podcast? There you go. I give him a little shit here and there because I don't bow down to the podcast king. All right, and we get to the next song, Hell on My Heels. I'm gonna go for you, Jerry. Woo! Oh, God. One, two, fuck you. I mean, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, one, two, fuck this song, dude. This is terrible, man. Uh, this is possibly the worst song on the album. Come on, um, back in 88, somebody saying fuck you was awesome on an album. Oh, God, it was like, ooh, I'm a bad I think it's a fuck on TV. Mm -hmm. All right, Paul Stanley. But nah, nah, dude. <laughs> nah, dude, this song is just another fucking loser, man. This whole, like, this whole album, dude, just nothing for me. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jerry Soup. This album sucks. Oh, Basically. Right. Soup -y. I mean, so uh, Eric, what do you think about it? Man, when I heard the one, two, fuck you, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to hate this song just because I thought, I thought it was kind of cheesy and kind of corny, but the song kicked in and I, th I thought it was a really damn good song, man. I love the opening riff, very ACDC sounding. Um, oh. I think Mark just screams his at his, 
Mark screams his nads off on this one, Fuck and yeah. uh, this is some great, great bass work too. Uh, this is really where I started noticing the bass work was on this track. Dude, the uh, bassist is kicking ass on this. Oh, album. oh my god, he's a hundred times it's... better than Michael Anthony, dude. I'm telling you that. Well, no shit. Mark Mark Anthony's not even a, really a great bassist. He's just he, he's got the great background. Yeah, vocal. he's got the great band background, but he plays yeah. good bass though. He's not yeah. He's decent, but uh, yeah, this this is a great song, man. Yeah, the bass player is just laying down a pretty sick groove on this one. Uh, love this one, man. It's a pretty killer tune. Jerry, what? Jerry said, uh, Jerry, oh work. yeah, oh, so my turn. Uh, yeah, one, two, fuck you. Have you noticed all these songs have their own style and they don't copy each other? Fuck, Mark has some fucking lungs on this fucking song, and he can hit those high notes with go without not going out of tune. Not a bad song yet. I fucking love this song, Charles. Well, gotta we're gonna keep it alive with the oh boy one two fuck you. <laughs> All right, put it down in my notes there, man. So intimidating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it's, uh, we're badasses track from them. Yeah. Uh, Bourbon for for breakfast. Get the hell out of here, man! Hey. Nothing about group, nothing about this group reeks of danger. Just as inauthentic as the majority of the power ballads. Then, but the breakdown with the synchronized cowbell is really funny. Check that part out. It's great. Sadly, though, they were being serious. Wow, really bad. Really you didn't bad. like Mark's voice on this, man. He was fucking singing his ass off, man. Mm-hmm. I got hell it's like, hell uh, for you. Yeah, yeah, for me. You know, it, it, it's cool, man. But fuck, I get. I don't know if any of you guys are gonna do the video, but I gotta call it Alex Smith. So, uh, then we we need to get to the next song. Crank me up. What do you think about this one, uh, Jerry? Oh uh, well, after seven totally shitty songs. There comes a song I actually fucking like, and it's this one, man. I actually don't hate this song, and I like it. Um, finally, they got everything right. Not The lyrics are still cheesy, but not as cheesy as the rest of them have been. I mean, it's got some cool fucking lines. I want to smoke a little of this stuff. That's the way we blaze on up. That's pretty fucking badass. Well, they um, I smoke. I did smoke. I did see them smoke. I, this is not a terrible song. I mean, it's the best song on the album, in my opinion. Yeah, I hung out with them in the hotel room. They were blazing. My friends are blazing, and I drove them home. I was a fucking designated driver back then until one day I, fucking my friend puts me in a fucking Volkswagen bus, locks the doors, and they fucking hotbox me my ass. And then the next day, <laughs> while I'm fucking driving, I said, fuck, I'm sitting in the back. I'm blazing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. You want me to smoke, bitches? You're driving now. All right. Then we get to the next song. Well, Hell on High... Uh, J Charles. Yeah? Did you talk about Hell on High Heels? Rock yeah. Up, dude. It really, really was sucked. It yeah. really sucked. Well, I, I thought you... Yeah, crank it up. We're not on Hell on oh, High Heels. Oh, crank it heel. up. Crank it up. Yeah, right. well, crank it up. Oh, God what do you it. think of crank it up? Well, it's my turn. Then Charles goes last. Oh, man. I'm stoned and fucking bourboned out. So fuck off. Uh, didn't need the 24 Blue Hut. Goes into the fast-moving guitar. This song is a fun rocker. I think uh, this song fucking r rules. I think Growing Up Rock, if you ever heard that podcast with Stephen Michael and Sonny Pooney, they do uh, this thing when they play like uh, something where they go, Crank me up. They use that part in the song to get to their uh, 
their segment they're going into. Fucking drink some whiskey, smoke a doobie, this song rocks. Charles. Yeah. What do you think about it? No wonder old timers laughed at us back then, man, for shit like this. What the hell? Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to be so badass, and that's why it didn't work. You can't manufacture cool, and they aren't it. Makes unskinny Bob sound like smoke on the water. Ooh, Maybe holy the shit. Holy, holy shit. That is a bad opinion. You're a bad man, Charles. I guess so. You're a fucking bad man. Start drinking some whiskey now. You fucking deserve yeah. it. Yeah. After that, bad. And then we yeah. get to the next song. Hold bad. up, hold up! I didn't talk about. Oh, right. Talk about, talk about it, man. I fucked up. I'm drunk. Oh man, crank it up, man. Uh, another one that has that Van Halen shuffle. Now this is another one too, where I heard that like you know the little football thing at the beginning, and I was ready to shit on this song. I was so. <laughs> That, that, was, my that was stupid. Twenty four. Yeah, my claws were out. I was ready to tear this song a new asshole. But then the song actually started, and again, it had that Van Halen shuffle, like kind of a Sarah swing kind of feel to it, and uh, it just it was a kick ass song, man. I loved it. The drummer on this one was on fucking fire, like just holy shit. And uh, man, just that. And too, like Mark hits like this note at the end that just you know, goddamn shit made my my dick hard. It was so Ooh. fucking killer. Oh yeah, man! It's fucking, uh, fucking great, great, great song, man. I loved it. Jerry, I already gave my. Oh, okay, so everybody's giving their opinion on this song. So let's. Yeah, I, I, I fucked. Yeah, up. my bad. And then we get, to get, your, get your shit together, Mark. Well, get fuck. all together. Get, you gotta get your shit together. Just I don't care what you do with it. Just put it like in a backpack I, or a I, bag. I've heard you. Together. I've heard you guys <laughs> fuck up on your podcast. <laughs> this yep. is what we do. We ain't professional, man. We do what we like. We fuck up. I, Mark fucks up sometimes. I fuck up. I'm human. Then we get to the next song, <laughs> Badlands. We'll start with you, Eric. Man, slow dragon, sleazy fucking groove on this one. Um, I love that the chorus, you know, where you got the background vocals, you know, saying Badlands, you know. It's just, just a killer fucking tune, man. I, I feel like just any time you include the word Badlands in a song... Nine out of ten times, it's a good song. You, know, you got, like, uh, this one. You got Badlands by uh, Metal Church, which is a kick-ass song. I just feel like, or you even got the band Badlands, which are awesome. It's just, anytime you use the word bad, Badlands, it's always guaranteed to be, like, a good song or band, whatever. But uh, I fucking love it, man. Real good, sleazy, just slow-dragging song. They have a great groove to it. Fucking love it. Yeah, thank God they didn't have Rattlesnake Shake on this album. But, uh, Jared, oh, good God. What do you think about this song? This is another song I don't hate. Um, it's not as good as Crank Me Up. It's like Eric said, that slow fucking sleazy-ass rhythm dude that I love, man. Um, cyanide or sweet liquor, man. I'm telling you, man. It's just some fucking cool tune, dude. Uh, not bad. Yeah, it's a great fucking sleaze fucking rocker. I fucking love it, man. Charles. Yeah. What do you think about Badlands? Man, this really sounds like they have no clue to even play in time. They have off-key off backing vocals. This could be one of the worst albums I've heard. And this song really helps drive it home. It's like some crappy pop mix with shit. Terrible song. We, 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 we need to do Freak Show, because I think you'll like that album, Charles. Maybe I so. That one, Freak Show is amazing. 
they really upped their game on that one. And it didn't do as well as this one for some reason because it was 91. But, uh, shit, what do yeah, I... And everyone heard this album, so they're probably like, whoa, they weren't <laughs> expecting much. <laughs> then we get to the last song on the album, F9. Uh, Jerry. Thank fucking God this album's ever with. <laughs> what a perfect way to end a shitty album, dude, with another shitty fucking song. Total fucking non-relevant lyrics and topics. My, 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 said the spider to the fly. What the fuck is this, a nursery rhyme? Oh, fuck this song. You listen fuck to nursery song. rhymes, too. Fuck this song and fuck this album. Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, that's not a nursery, nursery rhyme? It's a fucking poem, dude. It's not a fucking nursery it's rhyme. It's still the same thing. <laughs> same thing, a lot of songs. A lot of songs are written out. Oh, but I love, love "Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner." I just, I just know you love it more because you're an Iron Maiden nut swinger, bitch. You're more I, than, I just know you love I, it more. I think I, you're more than me because you like the Blaze era. <laughs> Woo! Damn, Jerry. Likes I didn't. It. Hey, I didn't at first, but you know it grew on me, man. I, I don't mind. It. It's not the best, man. Come on, it grew but on I like you it. like a fungus. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like how you did, Mark, at the beginning. You grew oh! up like a fungus too, man. <laughs> yeah, we're blocking and nah. friending each other. But seriously, man, but seriously, man, this is just not a good album. But like I said earlier, they did get better, in my opinion. Just this is not the album I would introduce this band to. I Freak mean, show. No, I'd go with one of their later ones, man. Before that, which one? But, uh, which one? Ah, oh, Jesus, I don't know. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Definitely not this one. I have to think about what album. Uh, I would go with Freak Show if I were to introduce people to this group. Well, besides, I mean, they have, they have, which one you they actually, recommend? They actually oh. have quite a few albums, man. So uh, they do. I don't know. Well, it's mostly Mark. Their last album with the main yeah. band was Zaza, which is okay. It's not that good. But, yeah, uh, that came out like what early two thousand, some shit like that. Yeah. It's kind of horrible. But I, I, I don't know. Their last one, what from Out of the Skies? I don't know, dude. It's just. Yeah, First of all, there's other, there's other bands I would introduce people to besides this one, so I don't know. Definitely not this one, man. So, Eric, what do you think of F9? F9, so, you know, we had three great killer songs in a row, and then this one had a really nasty, mean-sounding riff to begin, so I was, like, really like, all right, here we go. Album's going to end, end strong, and it just led into, like, a very bland, very thoughtless fucking song that just did nothing for me. Um... It just it, this song just led to nowhere. It started off promising with a good riff, but the riffs just wasted on a very dull and boring, uninspired song. It's just very stock sounding, so just not a fan of this one. Yeah, I'm I'm going fuck now. This is the bullet bullet boy groove here, man. This song swings, uh, fucking sleazy. Fucking rules. Uh, plus, I love how they speed it up a little to show off Mick on the solo. Great album closer. Makes you want more. And man, I love the second album way more with THC Groove and fucking Freak Show rules. So if you guys want to check out a great Bullet Boys album, the second one is the best. Charles, what do you think of this yeah. one? Yeah. Man, I love songs with titles that make no sense. <laughs> is that <laughs> Is it F number nine? F, F number, sharp F, nine? F hashtag nine, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, what's not, while it's not quite as putrid as the rest, of course, I'm just glad this is over. Bullet Boys, <laughs> more like BB Kids. And uh, <laughs> uh, 
you know, this may be the worst guitar solo on the whole record on this fucking song right here. Sad to say, but Poison is better than this. What a crappy Whoa. band. In oh. Yes. Give me open up and say ah. That's a great <laughs> album. I like that album better than this one, yeah. What? Yeah. I wouldn't go that far, but it's better than this. Man, That's I what saying, I just said. He said it's a great album. I didn't say it was a great no, album. Open I just up said, and say ah is a great album. Yeah. That one sucks ass. Yeah, you Holy suck shit. ass. <laughs> yeah, I, I, look, I like to eat some ass. You know, I like to eat some women's ass. I like, there's a shirt that, it, there's a shirt that has like a picture of like the ugly frog on it with like chocolate sauce around his lips and it says ass eater. I want to get that shirt. Dude, I wish you would have went to Rocket Pot and see you faint at the sight of Dr. Fuck. <laughs> I know you would. I was like, what's up, dude? <laughs> like, I wasn't intimidated by him at all. I think a lot of you guys are intimidated by him. I'd be, I'd be like kind of starstruck because he's, he's Dr. Fuck, man. Uh, dude, I, because I bitch, bitch with him for so many years, he, it's like, I, I see him, I know what he is. You know, I know who he is. It's like, you, you sh you'll get that way by the time the next rock and pod comes on. Uh, uh no, man. I, I, did you have to go to the the bathroom and change your underwear after you met uh, Dr. Fuck? You're like, oh, shit, got, got some got some uh, pre-cum on the pants. Oh, no, I went over and talked to the Night Ranger podcast across the street. <laughs> oh, my God, they have a... Night Ranger has a podcast devoted to just that. Yeah. Holy he, shit. He, he was the only one besides the crickets over there, yeah. And I was wearing my Night Ranger hat, Night Ranger shirt, so that was. They said we want to interview. I never went back. I who forgot. The they, listen, who the fuck listens to the Mark Ranger. and Brad Gillis? I've never yeah. heard one episode. Dude, <laughs> they were as lonely as Ricky Rackman. Holy shit! Well, Ricky Rackman had a lot of chicks around him now. No oh, bullshit. Well, because he probably had blow. That's probably why. Keel had more attention. Fuck Keel. That's who owes me my money. We need to do a Keel episode with Eric so he can put it on his Instagram. I want my $25 back, Ron. <laughs> Fuck you, but Ron If you, you do the good Keel albums, I'm going to like the Right to Rock and the original one and the Steeler album. I like those no, three. We need Metal Cowboy. Oh, uh, God. And horrible. Fucking hate. I, I, I hate. I, I hate Keel. The only song I like by Keel isn't even like an actual Keel song, it's a fucking cover. I think Keel was fake. I don't know. That's the vibe yeah. I got from him that he just... I don't know, man, but I, I, waste, I wasted 50 bucks on that fucking new album, dude. Well, that was... Uh, uh, what did I tell you, Jerry? <laughs> As you told me you bought it, I go, why? <laughs> we didn't even see Keel yet. And I told you why. Well, because I, I was expecting old classic Keel, man. But well, if it was garbage. the right to rock or a Steeler, yeah, then I, shit. I, that would have been worth fifty bucks. Not the Ron Keel band. No. Oh yeah, that's a but special. It had, it had it had Mark Ferrari, and he's a great fucking guitar. I go to Bullet Point Fest though. There you go. This whole album is better than anything Keel. There you go. Yeah, I'll buy a Bullet Boys album before I fucking buy a Keel album. I'm I'm gonna go see the Bullet Boys. Now, Grant, I'm only seeing the Bullet Boys because it's a block of bands or half of them I actually want to see. Um, but I, 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 if Keel was on that roster, I'd be like, yep, no, I'm staying home because I'm not gonna endure Keel because I heard enough bad things about Keel. And they really are not that good. He started off the show with a fucking ballad, dude. Yeah, who the fuck does that? I heard who you say that. I'm like, what that? the fuck? 
What an asshole. Dude, this is months after, and we're still fucking fucking traumatized. <laughs> I only st we only stayed for three and a half songs because we were smart, and we left. Man, you went, you, you stayed for three and a half songs? Everybody you else stayed for the whole shit. Oh, God. Talk to Charles. Oh, He's the yeah. real survivor there. Oh, yeah. Charles. He, Ron Keel owes you reparations for that shit. I, oh. That's torture. Me, me and Ian were dying. <laughs> like, you ready to go? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sir, we have another one. Get me out of here. God damn, this is terrible. And then we <laughs> saw the Doritos guy. Oh, <laughs> man. That was more entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, me and, Mark were, me and Mark were escapees, man, from that well, shit. Well, terrible. dude, and we sat, what, how long did we sit for the Uber, like, freezing our nuts off? The game yeah, that, that, was, that, was more, that was more fun than the fucking show. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> freezing our nuts off. And you guys and saw the Uber. Hey, Mark and uh, Eric, the fifth. Dude, never go to a show with the fifth. Ever. The fifth? Dude, yes. I interviewed that guy on Freeform Rock Podcast, and he was cool. And he sent me the they EP for free, but when I saw them live, I go, oh, this band sucks. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You, Dave Tedder, you know, I love you. You set me up with that interview. I did like the music on the EP. That dude has no stage presence at all. He's like all over the place. He looks, I don't, I'm not going to say the word. Some of you guys can say the word, but he looked just fruity on stage. You he look gay. Factory boy dance moves. Yeah. With the rock move. Rock Work. Was it worse than uh, uh, what the fuck's that that douchebag from Extreme? I love fucking Gary. <laughs> Gary Sharon, that's that fucking asshole's name. Oh my god, Gary Sharon is such a fucking fruity ass fucking. Fruity. He just gets the crowd going, man. But the yeah, <laughs> no, no, Mark, he gets the crowd going towards the exits. But the fifth man. <laughs> It was fucking horrible. And then I found out that fucking lead singer unfriended me so I could talk shit about them now since he isn't my friend on Facebook. <laughs> you unfriended me, bitch. Your band sucks. <laughs> Fuck the fifth. I put that on Chris's page. Keel Fest was horrible. And he had to delete it. And he he text, texted me. He goes, Mark, I had to take that off because I have, uh, you know, re relationships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I, I don't I, have a relationship I, with Keel. I, I, Fuck Keel. I, would, I, would, I, I wouldn't put that you know, on Chris's page, dude, because he, he does organize all that. He shit. does. Chris rules. Yeah. But I'm saying, you know, I, all I said was it was it was horrible. You know, you know why they call that band the fifth? They call them the fifth because you need a fifth of whiskey just to get through half their fucking set. Yeah, dude. If you and listen that, to that's them, another I'm, thing. That's that's another thing about the Keel's fest, man. There it was a packed fucking house. And they had two bartenders on duty, man. You had to wait like we couldn't even get minutes drunk. to get a fucking drink. <laughs> so, and then, well, yeah, everyone was like, "Oh God, get me a drink!" He's oh, this is horrible. And then Jerry drink. bought me then, a drink, and I dropped it. And I said, Look, "Jerry, you want to go after the next two songs?" <laughs> and then we were in the we were we were in the very back where the entrance was. Yeah, and there was like a mob of people, like you, you, and the toilet and the bathroom was on the fucking other side in front of all those people. It was just. Everything about that place just sucked, dude. Actually, the place itself is a bad. Just that fucking concert was, dude. Yeah, there was no ugh. organization to it. It was horrible, and and Chris didn't even go. He made us go. Fuck off, <laughs> You didn't even show up, bitch. You made us go through that horrible keel fest. If you're listening, Chris, I love you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just glad that... See, I thought that was originally part of uh, Chris's doing organizing that, but I'm glad no, to find out No, he didn't make much money off that, so... Yeah. It, it, I think Ron Keel was a parasite and leached onto him. Sorry, Chris. Right. 
But uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know anything about that. But that music sucked. Yeah, I think the only band was good was Stabbing Westward or something, and we only heard one song. And that was the only good song I heard. <laughs> we got there. Late. I mean, the, those those disorganized jams that played on the fucking the first night of of, of the Rock Pop was much better. Oh, yeah. right. Except for that one girl. What's that girl's name? That Errol Smith. Dude, she sounded like a man singing love removal. Was <laughs> she by the cult? <laughs> and the dude's that dead wipeout man. That was cool. That was cool that was shit cool too, man. It yeah. was it was cool like dodging Ian trying to piss on me. That was cool. <laughs> but Mark, you know what the coolest was when Eric Martin sang "To Be With You" for you. Yeah, you know. I was I, my <laughs> fucking shit. pussy. My pussy was fucking wet for that one. Yeah, oh, yeah. you were in heaven, dude. I, that dude was so fucking cool. You gotta admit he was cool. Even Ralph took a picture with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eric Martin was cool. Better than Keel. So. I went up to him. The first thing I told him is that I'm sorry you lost your drummer, Cat Torpy. And he said, "Hey, man, you know, wait, give me a hug." And I gave. He asked for a hug after I told him that, so I gave him a huge hug, and he hugged me tight, dude. And then he goes, and then I talk, start talking about other songs that uh, I, I won't get in my way. And he goes, "I wrote that song," and I go, "I know." You know, I'm not talking about their like hits. I'm talking about later tracks because I love everything they've done. And uh, he was such a cool dude, man. He even took a picture of him choking me. <laughs> it's fucking cool. Fucking rules. And I took a picture of him and Ralph. That was cool. But man, can, you he guys give Mr. Good. Big a lot of shit, but I think you guys learned some new respect for that, for Eric Martin that night. Well, yeah. After you survived well, Keith Fest, you would love the Bullet Boys. <laughs> Eric Martin rules. Going through, like, going through Kill Fest is like having a near-death experience. Like, you kind of, you, you do things differently in life after that, just because you, you realize how short time is. But what's yeah. funny about Kill Fest, people who weren't there are talking shit about it. And I'm going, you can't <laughs> talk shit, you weren't there. <laughs> Take our words for it, though. Yeah. I tried finding, I tried finding videos of it on YouTube just to see how bad it was, and like I can't find any footage on YouTube of it, so I'm like, man, it must have been that bad. I'll find it. I know it's up there. I've seen some videos. Um, we got a Keel Fest Two Survivors group on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but fucking Charles that. says I don't count because we left early. Well, yeah, you don't get. You're not. You're a full survivor benefit. <laughs> I was a smart nah. survivor. We being we were, like I said, like I said, we were escapees, and we weren't the only ones. There's people leaving, out walking out the door. We are deserters. deserters. That was the worst part. The headliner comes on, and they start bouncing. It was like Motley Crue at the stadium for Jeff Beers. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, like they left. Oh, Jeff Beers is rad. All right, man. I love you, Jeff Beers. I love you, Jeff Beers, man. We're going to bring you on here as much as we can, like Eric. Let's party and get some bitches, Let's man. Party. Bring him on with Eric. we got to bring him on for an episode. Woo! We need to hear Jeff Beers hate something. Uh, God, that'd be fun. <laughs> I just noticed I have... You like Van Hagar, so we could do... Van Hagar, I guess. Maybe I don't bring know. him on with he Ian for musical it. chairs. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> You won't well, be Eric saying, wants yeah. a part of that too. Yeah, I want. I want to do some Sammy bashing. <laughs> you guys do it all the time. That's yeah. Fun to do. I just noticed I have two. I have three Foreigner four CDs giveaway. All right. <laughs> Mark Daly. 
Mark Daly, yeah, he still hasn't picked up his fucking uh, Megadeth last album uh, because he said, yeah. I don't want, he got sensitive on me. But uh, let's get to our tracks of the week. Eric, <sighs> you, picked, you picked Tokyo Nights by Crocus. Good track, man. Fuck yeah, I love that song, man. I love fucking, I love uh, Japanese women and I love heavy metal, so fuck yeah. Do you like Midnight in Tokyo by YNT? You know, I had, you know, that's a band I still keep meaning to dive deep into, so what I'm going to put that on my. What the fuck is wrong with you? Hey, hey, man, I'm going to put it on my list. I'm going to listen to it. I'm just saying, what the fuck is wrong with you? You need to see fucking Dave Manicati live, man. I know, man. I know. I will, man. I'm going to tell my Alexa to freaking uh, play that uh, right when we, we get off the air. Check out the videos I put up of them live on the Freeform Rock Podcast YouTube. I, I will, man. I will. Dave Manicati's fucking rad. Fucking Midnight in Tokyo, Mean Streak, fucking... Uh, Dude, they, they even went into later stuff. That's good. I like Contagious. It's more like glam rock. Like, hey, 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 hey. You know, they have that hey, hey, hey shit. But they yeah. still fucking rock, dude. L.A. rocks, moves nonstop. I love Contagious, man. And then we get to my track, which I picked uh, Steve Vai, Fuck Yourself. <laughs> fucking love that. <laughs> uh, you heard that, right, Eric? I, you know, man, I did not listen to it yet. Why haven't I, you heard Fuck Yourself? It's amazing. I, I haven't listened to the Bullet Boys, man. I really need to, like, fucking <laughs> pay attention to that shit. And then Jerry picked a killer Canadian band, Killer Dwarfs. We Stand Alone. Fucking love All that right. band. Daryl Dwarf Rules. And then fucking Charles. Frank yeah. Stallone, Far From Over. Frank Stallone fucking rules, man. Oh, I love that song. That's one from Stand so Alive, right? I do I know you guys? I, I'm gonna I love staying alive. It's better than fucking Saturday night fever in my opinion. Ooh, I hate bull <laughs> yes. But Bullout's a great John Travolta movie. Sorry. There's Sorry. nothing better than a Frank Stallone number, man. Hell I, yeah. A Frank Stallone album someday. Take me back. You know I'll Dude. do it because I'm a bitch. I will do it. What? I'm a whore. I do anything. Yeah, Frank Stallone, baby. Oh, Far from over. Jerry, you guys will be ripping. You guys will be loving it. I'll be saying you guys are fucking fruity. <laughs> Fruit <laughs> loops! <laughs> All right, man. So I just want to know, anybody going to do the video or no video? I am not. I can't. I can't dude. I hey, Eric, you want to be on a video? I, I have to take a fucking piss. Well, you I'm like... I'm like literally like right now just waiting for you to end the call just because I'm worried about the piss myself. All right, man. Get on Zoom, man. <laughs> I got to talk about Alex J. Smith, so you need to get on Zoom. Oh, God damn. I, I got playoff hockey to watch, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. No video. Uh, <laughs> All right, man. Let's get the fuck out of here. Later, guys. Later. Later. Later.
You don't have to listen to a word I say, but if I know you, you'll be humping away. Fuck yourself through your neighbor's nose. If you can't use that, use a ten-foot pole. Stick it up your ass and go for a stroll. Everyone will know you've been to the show. If you can't take it, eat my stool. Masturbate with some crazy glue. I don't care what you do. Fuck yourself with a garden tool. Fuck yourself with politics. Man, man, so full of fucking, fucking shit. You know we've been lied to ever since we were born. It's amazing that we've been getting fucked that long. Fuck yourself with the World Wide Web. Man, you could ride that sucker right from your bed. You may even meet a Tom, Dick, Jane, or a Billy. Then grab onto your modem and fuck yourself silly. Fuck yourself with your heart and soul. Give it everything you got. Hey, I'm talking to yo. If you can't even fuck yourself, how you gonna fuck someone else? Fuck yourself with my microphone. I'll give it to you later when we're all alone. We can turn it up loud and see if you come. Don't get your jizz on my microphone Fuck yourself with organized religion Now there is some seriously sin in business If the Lord sees their pathetic crimes He'll be fucking them till the end of time And can somebody explain to me this racism crap? I know it isn't white, but it isn't black And for those of you who can only see things your way Well, you could suck my dick and take all day Buckle your nose with a pound of a blow Watch your money get up and go But when you burn your brain and you say I don't know I hate to tell you but I told you so Fuck yourself with your grunge rock noise Stuff those albums in your groin They come down on me because I know how to play Hey, fuck you yourself with a copy of Rolling Stone or are they too holy for your holiest of holes? Now those people think they're holier than Moses, but aren't they just a bunch of fucking poses? Fuck yourself with your mother's jewelry. Hey, I won't tell. I ain't a stoolie. If you pounce hard enough, you'll cough up a ruby. Your blood will be rich and so will your duty. Fuckin' yourself with the latest fashion Your spikes and your hair and those cute little buttons And if you happen to have some leather and lace Fuck yourself till you're blue in the face Fuck yourself with your income tax They're fucking you, and that's a fact Before you know it, your money's all spent And you've just been fucked by the government Fuck yourself with your lawyer friend Well, you're the only one that's gonna get fucked in the end I have been so fucked by legal bills That my asshole is the size of Beverly Hills Fuck yourself with your full-length sweater With your minks and your diamonds With your Irish setter Your cash and your trash And your sinks and your drinks Just fuck yourself so you can't even think those of you who enjoy this song Well, thank you, thank you I love it, let's get it on But for those of you who are totally outraged Fuck yourself with your face
for the best of rock and heavy metal and some Duran Duran. <laughs> Just joking. Where am I? Tune into thatmetalstation.com every Tuesday night to hear the Freeform Rock Show. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, only on thatmetalstation.com. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.